Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering and Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So this week, we wanted to talk about the concept of quitting and quitters and what our society thinks about all that. Yes. Um, By now, y'all know that Olivia and I love the layers of different conversations. (laughs) And we love taking a concept and just flipping it on its head and being oh, yeah. like, okay, what is, what, what's the other side of this? Like, can we dive a little deeper into this? And mm-hmm. so I've been thinking about the concept of quitting and I feel like God just keeps bringing that to my head. And so I wrote this the other day and I sent it to Olivia and she was like, um, yes. All yes. of this. <laughs> so... I'm going to read this and then we're going to, we're going to take a deep dive. All right. The Lord loves quitters. Do I have your attention now? Quitters never win, says every parent who has ever lived in fear of their child becoming some character flawed human who never follows through with their word. My mind flashes to all of the things that I should have stopped, but my flesh had been trained to pridefully persevere. Working hard at something for the sake of pushing through is work done in vain. I think people are quick to see how the enemy kills, steals, and destroys, but how easily we forget that the enemy can also give us gifts. Gifts can look like money, fame, Influence, houses, approval, acceptance, cars, and all of the desires of our hearts. None of these things are inherently evil, but we must check who we're working for. If you're silencing that urge to quit something and it's a prompting from the Lord, then you've found yourself working hard and persevering for another master. The adversary would love for you to stay stuck while saying, The Lord honors my ability to push through hard things. There's no doubt that the differentiation of God calling us to do hard things and the devil pushing us to stay stuck in hard things is a very thin line of delineation. This is why we're called to pray without ceasing. This is a spiritual battle. The path is narrow. We would be foolish to think that we shouldn't submit anything and everything. When we get out of our own way is the only way we can realize the importance of the Holy Spirit doing what only he can do. In the words of Kenny Rogers, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away and know when to run. I'm not sure people realize how prophetic those silly words actually are. I've witnessed the Lord restoring marriages to be how he intended them to be. And I've witnessed God restoring people who knew when it was time to walk away. God gives us courage to keep going. 
and God gives us courage to quit. You'll know it's him by the fruit. He doesn't just leave us alone to figure things out. He's not a God of confusion. It is amazing what God can do when he knows his will is falling on fertile soil. Good Christians in 2023 start looking more like Pharisees than being the hands and feet of Jesus. We can't say we're set apart from the world, but act just like the world as we pridefully fruit inspect people's lives that we have no context to. I'm a proud quitter. The Lord has helped me quit countless things since I finally realized who he's called me to be. Lord willing, I'll live the rest of my life quitting anything that comes in between me and him. I've quit things I hated. I've quit things I loved. I've quit things I thought probably could have taken me out at one point in my life. Most of all, I quit trying to do things on my own will and my own strength. Satan has convinced countless generations we can do anything we set our minds to, all while knowing our minds can be a dangerous reality to place our trust in. Closeness, the only cure, drawing close to Christ. His arms are wide open and waiting for you to receive him. Drawing close to community, there will be people who see you and love you and want to help you live how God has called you to live. The more we lean in, the clearer things are. The more we lean in, the less we worry about being misunderstood. The more we lean in, the more we realize we're all living and breathing under the same banner of grace. The more we lean in, the more we realize the freedom in quitting. Quitting the world, quitting idols, quitting our flesh, quitting anything and everything that hinders our ability to receive God's relentless pursuit. Being submitted to God is the only way this plays out well. We can either work for him or we're working against him. The humility it takes to walk away from something when it's time to give it up is something that I pray to steward well. I need the way I live and love to be so on fire for Christ that it makes hell nervous. Turns out quitting might be the only way to win. Mic drop. Also, should we make shirts that say the way we live (laughs) make hell nervous? Yes. (laughs) Yes. There's so many pieces or parts of that piece of writing that I was just, I was imagining, I was imagining you reading it when I was reading it, but so powerful, so, so powerful in a society that tells you to never quit, never stop, always hustle, quitters are weak, whatever people want to say. Yeah. Could you imagine reading that to so many people in our society and there are going to be people who have closed minds, not even willing to hear anything that you're saying. And then there's people who would hear that piece and sit back and think to themselves, wait a second, maybe she actually does have a point. Yeah. I said to you before, but I feel like it comes down to 
we have to quit living in the flesh and start living in the spirit. Mm-hmm. So if we are professing that Jesus is the Lord of our life, that means we, we are no longer who we used to be. Mm-hmm. God asks us to quit a lot of things mm-hmm. for good reason. And that's why I listed, I've quit things I love. I, I loved things. And God was like, it's over. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to leave that place. You're going to leave that relationship. You're going to, you're going to do something different. Mm-hmm. And it's because I love you. I need you to quit. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just think about how many times we've had that, that nudging, like God nudging mm-hmm. us, quit this, leave this behind, let go of this let go of something mm-hmm. that you worked so hard for and mm-hmm. put so much time and energy and effort and love into for somebody to be like, no, no, just quit that. And you're like, wait a second, is this actually what I should be doing? Because everybody else is telling me that I shouldn't be quitting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what our society would say. Majority yeah. of the people. Yeah. And it's like, what if we, what if you just grew up having someone tell you, no, if God's saying quit this, then just quit it. It doesn't yeah. matter what everybody else thinks. It doesn't matter what everybody else says. You can't do everything by yourself. You cannot. Yeah. It's not yeah. just about you. Yeah. And I think a lot of times it comes down to pride. Yes. Because I, I think about that verse I was telling you, I think it's Psalm 127 that says, unless the house, uh, unless the Lord builds the house, the work is done in vain. And mm-hmm. I think about that all the time. Unless the Lord builds my marriage, the work will be done in vain. Unless the Lord builds my family, my work will be done in vain. Like I come back to that, like at this point in my life, I want whatever God wants Mm -hmm. because even if I don't understand, Mm -hmm. I want what God wants because his plans and his will is better and more than I can ever even imagine with my own brain. So that's why we have to pray about everything because there, there is, and I like talking about things like this because I feel like some people who like don't want to hear this will be like oh you're just saying you should just quit everything you're obviously not hearing what I'm saying you're not I want I want my family's culture to be so surrendered and prayerfully done that my children not only see me doing this but I want to help them steward what it means to let go of everything God is telling you to let go of and know that it's for a good reason. Mm-hmm. And, and that is just something that, I mean, we've talked about like the, the faith that it takes to go when God says to go, but there's also a part of this where it's like, we have to have faith to quit when God says quit, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, 
something you love. Yeah. Something you hate. Yeah. Well, I also just think that because of our society and a lot of people's mindsets, quitting gets such a bad rap. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this before we started recording. Quitting something doesn't always mean it's a bad thing. It could be yeah. one of the best decisions you ever make in your entire life. Yeah. Because it could be God opening a completely different door for you. Yeah. That you would have never opened had you not quit that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's just, it's important to really lean into that. And I also wanted to say, because you were talking about just like praying about everything, like be specific when you pray, pray about Mm -hmm. what you're struggling with. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Like I think people sometimes think, Oh, that that would be such a, like a, just a silly prayer. It's just something little. It's like, no, like a God cares about the details. B Mm -hmm. like he wants you to talk to him. He wants Mm -hmm. you to pray to him. He wants you to ask for help. He wants you to ask for guidance. He wants you to ask for patience, courage, whatever it is. Yeah. So there's no silly prayer. You can be specific. You can cry. You can yell, whatever you need to do. Yeah. Like prayer is so powerful. It's so powerful. It is. And it's the difference of doing things on our own and surrendering to God. So like when we do things in our own strength, like, oh, I got this. Oh, I'm a hard worker. Oh, I persevere through anything. Oh, I can do hard things. Now, one of the things that I tell my children is we can do hard things. Yes. Yes. And at the same time, we're not doing hard things just to do hard things. It goes back to the, unless the Lord builds the house thing, Mm -hmm. we can do anything that God asks us to. That's Mm -hmm. what it is. And God does ask us to do hard things. And sometimes I'm like, God, you must trust me (laughs) because I, I don't, I don't think I can do it. And God's like, we're going to do it. Yes. We're going to, we're going to do it. And I'm like, okay, okay, we're going to do it. And so I just think think about everything, like, one of the core things about being, like, being in relationship with God is repentance. And repentance is literally stop, quit, turn away from. So why are we not, why are we not taught? I think repentance is something that people don't want to talk about because that makes people uncomfortable. Oh, wait, I have to, they like the come as you are, Mm -hmm. but then the, you can't stay as you are. (laughs) They left that part out. You know, churches love to say, oh, come as you are, come as you are. You know, Jesus said, come as you are. And then Jesus was like, you're going to turn yourself around. You're going to turn away from sin. Pokey, pokey, turn away from Seriously, that, that's the part. That's the quitting that I'm talking about. We have to quit things. We have to. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we have to have humble hearts where if like we're praying about something and God's like, hey, guess what? This season is over. Hey, I need you to move. Hey, I think it's time to stop that job. Hey, I think it's time to shift this. Hey, I think it's, and I want to be so surrendered that I'm like, okay, God, I don't but get I it. So. I don't see all the details. I I trust you. Yeah. 
I mean, I think a lot, like, it seems intimidating to a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. you said, to to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, that seems so intimidating to so many people because it's not like everybody else. Yeah. But what Jesus did wasn't like what anybody else did. So there's that. Yeah. And if you're leaning in and God's like, no, we're, we're going to be done with that. Yeah. Why would you keep doing it? Yeah. It is like the fresh start conversation that we had. Yeah. You have the ability to stop. You have the ability to quit. You have the ability to let go, pivot, whatever it is. And being a good steward of these transitions. Mm -hmm. You and I also talked about that. I feel like there's a discipling and stewardship aspect that is really lacking that I just want to make sure that I'm doing with my children, not only doing it like within myself. So that way I'm living it and I'm modeling it for them, but I just want to help them know that like God cares about everything. God cares about all the details and just letting them know that every decision that they make, even as they're small children, like pray about everything pray about school, pray about sports, pray about, pray about everything. Mm-hmm. And it, it helps foster that in like that relationship because we it don't does. want our kids to just have a relationship with God through us. We want them mm-hmm. to know that, no, God wants a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. He cares about you. You don't have to come to me to talk about God. Mm-hmm. I want to help them foster that relationship yeah, and I think it's it's really actually pretty cool when they just start to on their own. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool to see. Yeah. And that they have that knowing, like, it's not just me. God's right here. Yeah. Type of just when they speak like that, it's different. Yeah. When they realize that it's not just up to us that God blesses us with things that he provides us with things. It's not just us. Yeah. It's really, it's beautiful to witness when they conceptualize that. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I feel like some of the greatest lessons of my life have come from just me sacrificing, sacrificing my flesh and being like, okay, I wanted this. I thought I wanted this, but I don't think that's good for me. I mm-hmm. think God is telling me that I'm not supposed to be doing this. It doesn't make sense on paper. I don't know, but I don't feel right about this anymore. I think I need to change this. I think I need to do this. I think I need to go here. It, it, and it takes, in, it just that kind of faith is, is faith that can only come from God. Like we can't just do that on our own. No. But as we pray and as we surrender, God's like, Oh, okay. We're really doing this. Oh, you're really listening to me. Oh, we're really, okay. We're doing this. Okay. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's like, it's like a muscle. Having yes. that kind of faith is like a muscle. Mm-hmm. And, 
I mean, it truly is like working out a muscle. Like some days you don't get up, you don't get up and like feel like working your muscles out, Mm -hmm. but on the days, then, then a day goes by and a week goes by and a month goes by. And then you're like, Ooh, I'm glad I was working that muscle out because Mm -hmm. I'm going through a rough time Mm -hmm. and I, and I really need some guidance and I really need to lean on the spirit and not on my flesh. Mm-hmm. And it changes the whole game, changes everything. Yeah. It's completely different. It's a completely different mindset, core belief. Yeah. I think a lot of people in our society could benefit from. Yeah. And I think when I wrote, like, the more you lean in, the more you get comfortable with being misunderstood. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, my, my family, we have moved, my husband has switched jobs. We have made all kinds of decisions where people are like, huh? I don't understand. People don't just switch jobs. People don't move across the state. People get comfortable in their ways and they're like, I'm doing this job for 30 years and I'm building my retirement. Then I'm going to retire majority of people are just on a one-way path of like, I'm doing this on my own strength. This Mm -hmm. is the idea. This is what's been told that I need to do. And I feel like once my husband and I, we truly just started surrendering and trusting God to be our provider. He asked Mm -hmm. us to do some things that look absolutely nuts to this world just absolutely crazy. And And I feel like it's been a lesson of like, Oh, Hey, not everybody's going to understand. And that's all right. Mm -hmm. We're going, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Cool. I think we have to be willing to be misunderstood. Be bold. Yeah. Then be bold. Yeah. We have to be willing to have people look at us like we're crazy and that's okay. Yeah. Cause they don't have to understand what was that thing you and I said it a while ago? Like, no, it doesn't need to be a conference call with all these other people. It's just, <laughs> you, you oh, what was that thing? It was like, was if God that? told you to do it, then do it. And if other people don't understand, like it wasn't a conference call or something yeah, like that. I can't, I remember, can't remember the exact. Yeah. But yeah. seriously though. Yeah. People don't know your life. They don't know what you're praying about. They don't know what you're struggling with. They don't know those things. So who cares? Who cares if it looks crazy? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I quit anything that comes in between my relationship with me and God. Mm -hmm. I quit anything that comes in between my relationship with me and my husband. I quit anything that comes in between my relationship with my children. Mm-hmm. I quit. I unsubscribe. Quit. I'm not going to do it. I, I have to be who God has called me to be no matter mm-hmm. what that looks like, no matter what that mm-hmm. takes. And he will give me the courage and the strength and the ability to do the things that he has called me to mm-hmm. period. That, yeah. And I think some people sometimes get caught up in the mindset of, I can't do this. I can't do this type of thing. But you're like, if you just pray mm-hmm. to him, yeah, he's right there. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, he's not the God of confusion. Yeah. 
you'll know it by its fruits. Yes. You will know it's him by the fruit of whatever Mm -hmm. he is calling you to do or not do or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. not like he's like, oh, I'm just trying to psych you out and go this way and this way. That is not, God is not the God of confusion at all. You'll know. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. There's been so many times where we look at things that have happened after we've been praying about something or thinking about something or talking about something. And we just sit back and say, oh, hello, God. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me that you're there. Yeah. Seriously. There's just no other explanation. Yeah. Yep. So bottom line, quit when God tells you to quit. Yeah. Let go. Yeah. Having the humility to be able to let go when it's time to let go. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Even, even if it feels hard, even if it feels crazy, even if everybody else wants to throw their opinions or judgments at you, it's okay. Yeah. God will help you get through it. Yep. Is that all the quitting conversation we wanted to have tonight? I'm trying to think if there were any other points that we wanted to make sure we touched on. I feel like that's it. Yeah, I did too. Lessons we've learned from quitting. (laughs) Literally. I just, I, I love it when God just uses things like this to like help me learn and help you learn Learn. and we can have these conversations and I'm like and I feel like God's like bet you didn't think that you were going to learn anything from being a quitter Mm -hmm. but it's like yeah he cares about everything he cares about everything every single thing yep Well, I'd love to hear people's responses to this because I feel like in some people's eyes, this is like a really controversial discussion. Yeah. I think um, if they really listen, then they'll hopefully hear our hearts and what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I think that's it. And we'll be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.